This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out on Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 173. Back again. On you hoes. Yeah, man. I talk a lot, dog. We both do. We both do. Like I'm Cash, uh, money, shit. Yeah, I've been talking a lot of shit, but like I was sitting back and just thinking about uh, how much podcasting I've been doing over the last couple months, dog. I talk a lot, like a good six hours a week, dog, if not more. I mean, yeah, because this week in culture be long as fuck. Yeah, for sure. And like uh, when we first started that shit, it was like an hour or so. And it kind of got longer, and then it was like, we're going to test this shit. And we dropped a long joint, and then like people got accustomed to that. And now we drop an hour, they be like, "Where the fuck the rest of the podcast?" Y'all can drop the power one probably down to like half hour because power is terrible. Man, it's fucking terrible this season. (laughs) Power horrible. (laughs) Well, you know they got they got thirteen more episodes to get that shit together. I I don't think they're gonna be able to recover. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) if y'all niggas been watching uh, Snowfall and shit, you know what I'm saying. Uh, just go ahead and check out the live as fucking recap of Snowfall, oh, man. man. Ever that's out here. I built this shit brick by brick, <laughs> nigga. Like, hold on, dog. <laughs> hold on, man. That was that nigga's Denzel King Kong ain't got shit on me moment. You know what I'm saying? Somebody told me that at work because you know, I'm. I mean, y'all may know, but I'm damn near half a fool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, in real life, like, when, I, when you leave me to my devices, like, I'm damn near crazy. You know what I'm saying? I be at work having a good old time. I be quoting movies and shit all day. Like, and I be into my acting, I, that Denzel scene from Training Day. Like, yes. I know the last 10 minutes of the movie. You know what I'm saying? I probably watched it a thousand times. And Same like, here. Same I got that here. shit down pack. It's a uh, Pulp Fiction breakfast scene. Certain shit I got. But I listen to this shit so much. And I went to work the next morning, right? With that shit on my phone. I played that shit <laughs> so many times. Because <laughs> you don't like the way another nigga talk. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> anyway, dog, uh, we'll get to that shit, man. How was your week, dog? Hey, man, them kids went back to school this week, my oh, nigga. You got some free time. I was rejoicing. You got some free rejoicing. time. Rejoicing. 
nigga, my refrigerator is is full again. Yeah, uh, my house is is quiet. Nigga, I was so happy them kids went back to school on Tuesday. Nigga, I could have shed. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. Every year back to school, I cry. <laughs> I cry when my babies go back. Oh, okay. I mean, it's emotional for me. I've been my oldest is started eleventh grade. I've been dropping him off first day of school since head start. Yeah. So like to see hey, you know, the progression. And listen, dog. I was into some wild shit in eleventh grade, dog. And some yeah, dangerous, man. And some dangerous shit that my parents had no fucking idea what the fuck was going on, dog. You know, it's six p.m. You know where you saw that, dog. <laughs> I was. I was I had already jumped off the porch before eleventh grade. Like tenth grade is when, you know, I got a sniff uh, like crazy shit. Well, tenth grade after tenth grade, I got kicked out of cast. So eleventh grade, I went back to the hood. And <laughs> went to Cody. Went to Gladiator School. I went to Cody with all my friends and shit that I'd known my whole life. Like you know, what I'm saying it was we was on some up, like it was different. Yeah, man, I was wilding in eleventh grade. Luckily, my son is nothing like me personality wise. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean that's that's the saving grace. Like he liked to go to school. He liked to focus on his grades. He got tunnel vision that he want to go to college for free. He don't let these little girls get in his head. So like on that side, like he he's saving me. Man, he's I, saving me. Man, I realized. Well, I don't, I didn't just realize this, but I've only do whatever the fuck I want to do in my own time and in my own pace. You know what I'm saying? And I I've realized that I've always been that way. I found some old ass papers. And shit that cast sent home to my parents that they never got. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, like reports like not paying attention to class, don't turn in homework. Like, like shit that could have warned them before you got kicked out. Facts. But like, there was literally no reason for me not to. Like, the shit just, I don't know. Like, I'm a smart kid. Like, there was no reason for me not to turn in. Like, but like, if, if, if that shit don't interest me, or if I, if literally, if I just don't feel like doing it, I'm not gonna fucking do it, dog. I get yes. in trouble every day because I don't respond to my boss emails. I hate, I fucking hate emails. I'm dog. a notorious not responder back to anything. Text messages, emails, like. I do what I want when I want. I don't really answer to nobody. Like And like, I don't, this this sounds a lot worse than what it actually is. But like, if the, if the spirit don't move me, I'm not going to do that shit. I mean, you should listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> plain and simple if if the good lord above don't impart it in my heart to do it i'm probably not gonna do it yeah man one thing i don't like about uh going back to school and shit y'all niggas come back and fuck up the freeway and the, the, the commute to work yeah y'all niggas been gone for two months niggas get to work at a certain time leave the house now nah, i gotta stop at fucking but i don't like stopping on the other side of the street when the bus there dog I don't get that shit. Like nigga, they on the other side. Like, why would some? Why would somebody run on this side of the street? It don't make sense to me, dog. Because kids are stupid and they don't get no fuck. Like, they will dart out in the middle of the street. You gon' you gotta pass two lanes before you get. You gonna get hit way before me, nigga. I'm just saying, but they'll do that shit. Like, I kids hate, will fucking do that shit. I hate that shit. I hate that shit because I don't got no kids right now, and them's not my kids out there. Now I'll probably be pitching a bitch or some shit. Like, no, nigga. That's the other side of the street. Nigga, my, my middle two kids are in middle school. They go to the same middle school. I have seen middle school children. So we talking like 12, somewhere between the ages of like 12 and 14. Yeah. Dart in the middle of the fucking street without any look both ways before you cross the street shit. Oh, nigga, just this week, I've seen a little nigga just walk out into the middle of the street without giving a fuck which way traffic was well, coming. Well, they learned that shit from, you know how... 
Is this some Detroit shit? You know that it that, probably is. I've never seen that shit anywhere else. That walk halfway through mm-hmm. the street, like y'all. Like, I'm like I'm holding you up, nigga. This is <laughs> Grand River, nigga. What are you doing? But I mean, I mean, niggas do technically have the right of way. No, but no, I mean, no. Hey, I thought but, I thought pedestrians do have the right of way. Yeah, but not if you jaywalking. Oh, oh yeah. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Like this is not a this is not where, somewhere you should be walking. It's to. funny because I saw him, like I let my son out the car and he went to the corner before he you know crossed the street and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're doing Just crossing the middle son. of the street. You doing this wrong, son? <laughs> Haven't I taught you better, man? Uh, look, man. Let me tell you about some shit that happened the other night, dog. What's up? <laughs> hey, I post this shit on Twitter, but you're not on Twitter or shit, so you ain't seen the story. Uh, thanks. Uh, Rub it in, Jay. So look, I'm sleep, you know, in a nice little slumber and shit. Well, I put like this: I got a uh, I got a shoe rack in my uh, second bedroom, and it got like all my shoes and shit on there. You know what I'm saying? I just used the second bedroom as like a big ass closet and shit. Right. And somehow that shit like blew up that shit fell like you know what i'm saying but in the middle of the night yeah okay so it sounded like a nigga breaking in it 100 <laughs> percent sounded like a nigga was breaking in my house dog and like it got like little metal poles and shit everywhere and like when them bitches hit like the, the floor it sounded like glass breaking and shit while i'm in my slumber i'm like oh shit i'm i'm, I'm awakened to a loud crash in the other room and there's a window out there you know what I mean? i'm like so i grabbed my pistol I put a little light on there a few months ago and shit. You know what I'm saying? For situations just like that. Because I hate to have to shoot a nigga and it be the wrong person or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I say that for legal purposes. Uh, I feel you. So, you know, I get my motherfucking pistol and shit. And um, I'm smooth. I'm I'm going through this bitch like I'm fucking James Bond or Jason Bourne. I probably look fucking ridiculous in real life. You know what I'm saying? We keep it real. You know, as you imagine, like, what you would do in these situations and then, like, it's not a drill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm smart. I'm a smart nigga. Like, this light is about to come in handy and shit. So I'm sneaking through the motherfucking hallway and shit, Jason Bourne. Uh, and I I want to keep both my hands on the pistol so I can pop, pop. So I kick the door open a little bit with my foot and shit and shine the light in that motherfucking shit. And, like, I just see, like, a mound of shoes and, and plastic and bars everywhere and shit. And, like, for a minute, I'm thinking, like, a nigga didn't broke in and trashed my shit. <laughs> Andre? <laughs> like, he Andre. He done ransacked your whole shit. Andre is looking for the files or shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but then, like, I like 1.2 seconds later and shit, that shit, like, clicked in. They're like, oh. The shoe rack. That shit just fell the fuck apart. So I just turned. I, t- I shook my head and shit and chuckled and shit. Just took my ass back to bed because, like, I'm not fixing that shit. At four twenty three in the fucking morning, you know what I'm saying. Back to bed. I got <laughs> got back in the bed. Could not go back to sleep. But of course was, not, because the <laughs> shit the shit broke up. That's like that that night where like them niggas tried to steal my truck out the driveway. Like I grabbed my pistol and I went to like go to the door and them niggas heard me and skirted off. Mm. But I was ready. I was ready to take a nigga life. No, yeah, man. I was just trying to protect my home. You know, I I always think like if if it came down to it, do I think I could kill? And I'm about 95% certain I could. I got less compassion than the average <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hey, nigga, uh, remember, did you see that shit that I sent you earlier in the week? That little boy that shot that nigga inside his house? That was fake, though, dog. And wore his honor shirt? <laughs> that was the, that was from the Onion News Network. I know, I know. Because I was like, wait a minute, dog. This nigga said, no, no, no. He was begging. Did I shot him in the face again? <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> did I hit him in the head? Did I had him in the shot? I'm like, dude. Um, man, look, dog, it's been a really funny week, dog. 
and I don't <laughs> know what the fuck is going on with people. Real life is hilarious as fuck. Everybody's crazy. Except us. And somebody's going to get shot, get robbed, get done, get stumped, get dropped. Uh, y'all need to listen to Nas Lost Tapes, the first one. Um, So look, man, I don't know if y'all been watching what's the fuck been going on, but um, it's been a lot of talk about Malik Yoba. Oh, man. He got the hoes coming through. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Malik Yoba got the hoes coming through. Let me get the fuck out of here, shit. Um. But that's not necessarily what I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I guess we can give everybody proper context, okay? So, uh, about a month or so ago. Why does this shit make me laugh? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> about a month or so ago, there was a video that went online, and it was a, a young kid in Philly. He's like 20 years old, coming out the bodega of some sort. And a bunch of kids out there trying to talk shit to him. You know what I'm saying? Right, because his girlfriend was a was a um, transgender. Yes, and um, they was trying to roast him, but he uh, he wasn't like cowering or nothing. He was like, like nigga, what? Yeah, that's my girl, nigga. I love her. No, and they was like they had their phones out, but he was like, nigga, what's up? He looked like he probably didn't want to fight the nigga because you know, and they backed down when they seen he didn't back down, whatever. So right, allegedly he went back to the crib. And um, ultimately committed suicide, whether it was a little bit later, but not like that same night. But he committed suicide. Now, some people close to the situation say he already battled with depression and that may not be specifically what did it. But um, Malik Yoba, well over a week ago, probably about two weeks ago now, I have no idea why this shit picked up steam on Monday. But it was like seven days before that when he actually posted that shit. Right. Right. And he basically was like, uh, he showed the video and was showing, telling a man support, like, look, man, this is not wrong. Like transgender women and people who like transgender men, women should be like left alone. It should be free spaces. They should. They and, should. I agree. And um, he was like, shit, I like me transgender. <laughs> I'm trans attracted is the, the term he said, too. You know what I'm saying? At some point in his life, he was trans attracted, too. But he was basically showing support. For the young man who who took his own life or whatever, right? Um, and then once that happened, that shit just picked up. It got legs of its own. Hold on, what he said exactly? I'm not gay. Wait, wait, wait. That's later. Okay, that's later. So that shit picked up steam, right? right? A week later, when niggas was finished talking about Trump and everything else and whatever. So he, st- Malik Yoba, started getting flack from the the T's. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Chappelle uh, for the T's and the B's and and other alphabets because like the term trans attracted is problematic. If you like trans women, you just like women. There's no such thing as a trans woman because trans women are real women. And then there was a backlash on that. Uh, that's what's going to be the crux of this conversation, this particular one, because y'all going to have to pick a side with this shit. And I think we getting a little we getting a little bit too beside ourselves, and I'll make it make sense a little bit later. Now, Malik on these he on, doubled down. Now on the on the Instagram and on the internet, y'all got to know. No matter what, nobody care about their personal business and everything. Niggas is gonna get these jokes off. Yeah, like you got to be able to separate the jokes getting off from other people's personal opinions. So then, what Malik say? I'm not gay. I like women with breasts and penises. Malik Yopa. 
End quote. Hey, Phil. I'm gonna let you go first, man. I just I'm gonna let you have. I'm gonna let you have a podium first. I just got questions. Okay, let's answer them. I mean, it's perfect. People gonna like what they gonna like. If you like, if you a man, and you like other men, or if you like other women, or if you like other men who look like other women, whatever you want to like is whatever you want to like, right? Right. And whatever you do in the confines of your own home, well, shit, whatever you do and you want to share on the internet, whatever, nigga. If it's amongst consensual adults, have hey, at it. Hey. I'm never going to treat you differently. I'm not going to discriminate you against you. I'm not going to try to fight you. I don't think my lifestyle and my choices, what I, when I choose with my sexual preference, is better than yours or anything like that. Just don't make me disregard reality. You can, cause I'm not about to play y'all pronoun games. I'm not about to play all this extra shit. Like, fam, if you was born a man and you want to transition into a woman, a woman, you transitioned into a woman. We shorten that word up and say trans woman because you transitioned into a woman. You were not born with a uterus or fallopian tubes or a menstrual cycle. Like, you are. XX chromosome, XY chromosome. That don't mean that you can't love who you want to love and all that other stuff. Right, right. But like, dog, don't make me. One plus one is one in my brain. One plus one is one. It sounds simple. I mean, it 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 may it makes sense, but uh, you know, I just think it's because of the world. It's it's just so fucking PC now. Like everybody has to be included. You can't offend anybody. We had this conversation a few months back. Like when we we say like words like retard, but that's a clinical term. When you I, call, I didn't make the shit up. Midget, <laughs> which is a clinical term. Like I'm not using it in, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say, you know, like you say, transgender, trans man, trans attractive. That's this. This is. A real term like y'all not about to make me fucking stupid you know what i'm saying just because you say it so don't mean it so right because 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 all right fine what you saying is if that motherfucker identify as a woman then that's a woman it's a real woman ain't no trans woman it's a woman so if you born with a dick you don't go through no no kind of surgery no nothing but you want to identify as a woman and you want to transition you want to be you a woman you don't even have to transition if you identify is if if that's gonna be the standard, okay, fine, fuck it, that's the standard, okay. But let's not act like three months ago when all this abortion shit was coming out, it was like if you was born with a penis, don't tell me nothing about a woman's body. Yeah. Whoa, wait a minute, these niggas was born with penises and y'all saying they're real women. So do they do they opinion count now in the woman conversation? Because you got to pick a side. It can't be oh, it matters what your body part is when you want to talk about this conversation, and then when it's beneficial to another conversation is like it don't matter what you're like come on pick a side there as much as we don't want to stay away from it there are lines that come across with gender if lebron james woke up tomorrow and said i'm i identify as a woman i want to play in the wnba there's going to be a fucking disparity come the next wnba season when this nigga is scoring 120 fucking points a game i'm about to identify as a woman and break the fucking guinness world record on some shit i better not hear another I, i better not hear shit I'm going to do this shit in real life. And that shit going to be on the news because I'm an asshole. What record are you going to try? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I'm going to do that shit 
But I mean, we see that we see that now coming in sports, like where people are identifying as another gender, going into women's sports, and and fucking dominating. Listen, dog. You is it? <laughs> Shaq identifying as a woman and playing next season, he could still put up 50, 50 and thirty. So this uh this gender fluidity, this gender exists on the spectrum. The 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 lingo that that's been going around is that just for humans? Because so can my dog identify as something else? Is that what you're saying? Let's talk about uh one of the biggest movies of the summer. What's that? The Lion King. Okay. Let's talk about Simba. Let's talk about Nala. One's a lion and one's a lioness. You gonna tell me that lioness is not is not a fucking lion? Is it, she? Oh, that lioness wants to identify as a male. You turn to a lion. No, nigga, you can. It's, there's there's a physical difference. She can't grow a mane. But you, are you gonna tell? So when you go to the zoo, do you ask the lion what they want to identify as before you put on a little placard outside and say what it is? No. That like so. Humans only are the only ones who who gender is on the spectrum. I believe so. Come on, man. We got to just stop. Like, it's okay. You don't. Why do you want the acceptance of everyone to call you this term? Fam, be who you want to be with. But don't make me say that the sky is red when the sky is blue. Why do I got to lie? I I feel like you should at least address people by the the proper pronoun that they that they prefer. No, not 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 not. No. You know what I'm saying? Because that sounds that sounds, but like you shouldn't have I I shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable to address you. You should not call on me to do anything for you to be you. Because I don't I everything that's about me and about Jay Johnson, I don't need anyone else to validate that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I am just me. I don't need another person to go out and say insert whatever here. It's just you just you just are who you are. You like who you like. But you want to make everyone else bend to your rules. Like we are, this shit has been established since the beginning of time. We man and woman. Like it's been established. So now you want to add a third species or some shit? Like I mean, you don't even have to identify the shit on the birth certificate no more. Shit on my I, I, I updated my um my lift profile. You know what I mean? My fucking credit card and debit card shit expired on there. So I wanted to update my lift profile and they got the pronoun shit on there. Say he, she, them, they, their. And my pronouns aren't listed. How the fuck they not listed, nigga? That's <laughs> all of them. What y'all? What? Can we just stop this shit though? It's one for not listed, nigga. Look, I'm, I gotta I, update. I gotta update my shit. Man, look at this shit, dog. This says my <laughs> my pronouns aren't listed. Like so, what? What are you? Who's I, getting? Who's I, getting into my vehicle? Like I'm. All, come on, man. That's right. hilarious. And matter of fact, there's under personal information. There's a whole tab to say pronouns. Like you, this is asking for me to do too much shit. So how so how do I address you then? Right. So Bruce Jenner, he did all this shit, right? He transitioned. Yeah. He say he still like women. He say he ain't gay. He still like women. So he. So what do I call him? Uh, his name. So let's it's just Caitlyn now, and you call him that. And if he like fucking bitches, then right, I mean, so, so there's a man who like women. He just like cross dressing. He like wigs and he like he like and he like uh he like dresses and shit. And that's when he want to wear the fuck out when he go out in the public. Still want to talk to girls. Want to do all the other shit. So what pronoun do I use for him? 
because he physically looks like because because what what we what we moving into is y'all trying to tell me that physical attributes equal woman because all through history you've been telling me that that's not how it go you know what I'm saying so oh you mean so you throwing a wig and some earrings not you a woman you don't know my struggle because that's what you equate me to nah I don't gotta do nothing but change my outward appearance and now I'm woman and what you identify as. So okay, we won't play this fucking game, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't, let's 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 keep playing this fucking game. So allegedly, and this is super allegedly, um, they say Malik Yo was trying to get out in front of some shit. He was down on uh, the same street Mister C was fucking with the, oh. you know, what I'm saying with the with the the fun boys so down, whatever the fuck, you know, what I'm saying that may be disrespectful, and I apologize, but we getting this joke off, uh. So they say he he's may, having a nice Friday night. He say he may allegedly caught up with an underage prostitute, transgender prostitute, right? So let's just say I don't know what the legal age in 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 New York is. Let's say it's eighteen, okay? Mm-hmm. And you catch a seventeen year old. What if the seventeen year old say I identify as eighteen? Nah, son, you still going to jail? Why? Like what? Like are you you gonna use logic, common sense, science? What 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 could you do on paper that's gonna make more sense than a nigga telling me a man who's born with all his male genitals and everything like that is a woman because he feel that way inside? Because if it's only based off what's inside, what stops somebody for saying a pedophile for saying well she says she identifies twenty two? Like what stops it? The the eight, I think I think that when it comes to age is a much more straight line. Then when it comes to how, I can't look at you and tell you how old you are. You can look at me and see what the fuck I got on my body. But you, you can't t- you, you can't take my blood and say this is a 20. You can't take my blood and be like this is the blood of a 37 year old man. But I think when it comes to age like nigga we we both done dated younger women like you can t- you can look at them and tell like so you can tell the difference between a 20 year old and a 21 year old. No, 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 no. But I can tell the difference between a 25 year old and a 15 year old. But what if they identify something else? I'm just, I'm not, just trying. I'm to not hi- interested. I'm, I get that, and I'm just trying to highlight highlight how fucking ridiculous that game we playing is. Because if we're not gonna go off of science, what we gonna go off of? If we gonna go off of feeling, I've always felt more mature than my age. I think I was born. I've been here before. I felt like I'm 47. Like how do you how do you disprove that? Because anything you use to disprove it, you can disprove all this other shit too. You look really good for 47, bro. I mean, I look good with 37, too. You got a little gray up under the beard. A little, I, little I really, snow in the mountain. I want that shit to come in, though. Real fresh. The gray bring them out. Yeah. I got a very young face with the gray beard. A gray goatee. Mm-hmm. You seen the old-ass picture I, I posted? I did see that old-ass <laughs> picture you posted. <laughs> you know my shit a business page, right? So you can see the details. I seen four or five of y'all send that picture to somebody. What was y'all talking about in y'all little threads? Send it to grandma. <laughs> who's send it to grandma. Who'd y'all send that picture to? God damn it. Uh, anyway, but like, we got to figure out how long we going to play this game. And when does the game stop? I believe the game has honestly just started. Like, we, we haven't in, even seen, like, the tipping point of this shit yet. The game has just started. Now, you going to think I'm making this shit up, but I'm dead ass serious, dog. Let me find this article and shit because niggas are now trans disabled. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Hey, look, dog. I'm about to read you this motherfucking article somebody sent me. Niggas 
People are becoming disabled by choice and labeling themselves trans. What? Stop, dog. Stop. <laughs> I wish I was <laughs> I wish I was making this shit up. How do you disable yourself by choice? Trans abled people are the ones who choose to be disabled. Similar to transgender people, the transabled feel one or more limbs are or functions of the body do not belong to oneself. And some even go to such limbs as to involve illegal surgeries to remove an undesired body part. Get the fuck out of here. Now, now. Get the entire fuck out of here. Now, let's just keep it real, right? Other than sexual preference, if you go to a doctor and say, listen, I feel that my body, I was born in the wrong body and this arm should not be here, doc. Could you cut my arm off for me? I feel whole, cut my arm off. They're going to say something wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to say something is mentally wrong with you. Yes. Because you shouldn't want to cut your body part off, despite how you feel. You may not feel that your body part should be there. Cut my leg off, Doc. Cut my fingers off. I think I should have four fingers instead. Of, you know what I'm saying? But if you want to go in there and cut your dick off, it's perfectly fine to do. Like, there's nothing. If it's a sexual organ, your feeling that it shouldn't be there is fine. If it's an arm or a limb, something wrong with you, we're going to give you medication. Like, I just think we playing a very dangerous game and we're going down this, this slippery road where it's like we are not using conventional wisdom, logic, or common sense. We all going 100% on emotion. I remember an old Simpsons episode like where they peered into the future and like <sighs> people were amputating themselves, like how niggas get tattoos and yeah. piercings. Like, let me take this thumb off. Well, shit, it's about to happen. You let, know, the Simpsons got a, a, a t- they bet a, a thousand. A, a pr- pretty pristine track record. As a nigga that v- came very close to losing a limb just this year, let me tell you something. You don't just want to do that shit by fucking choice. Like, nigga, I came incredibly close to losing my left foot. Like, literally, like, months away from that shit happening. And the str- like, I remember at one point, one of my homeboys was like, "Well, nigga, if it's if it's hurting you that much, just let him take it." Motherfucker, no, 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 no. I didn't had this bitch thirty seven fucking years. You're not just gonna take this motherfucker off of me, not without no fucking fight. No, no, I'm just not gonna give it up because the bitch hurt. Listen, dog. You know Meghan Markle? Yeah. You know she's uh in the last year. Her reputation over in the UK has is the exact opposite as it was. She's been banned online. I think she's banned on Twitter in like a lifetime ban and shit like that. Didn't know that. You know why? She, I forget the term they said, but she's like an anti, she not on this trans shit. And she basically said trans women, the people who were born men who transitioned to women should not be in the feminist space. And it was like, why not? A trans woman is a woman. She was like, men will never be women. A man is never a woman. And that's, a man is never a woman. So they told, they made her delete the shit. She deleted it. She took a screenshot of it. She deleted it. It didn't post the screenshot and they banned her for life. But she said, a man is never a woman. We talking about uh, the one that just married the prince. Yeah. I, this do you, week, do you think she gives one fuck about that? This shit? week, there's a 60 minute hour special on how her how she went from darling star to like it's a whole campaign against her. Like the country hates her. You know what I'm saying? Because of a whole bunch of other shit. Like now it's a big ass smear campaign. You know what I'm saying against her, or whatever. 
I just found that particular piece out today. Like, listen, man, you can never feel what another person feels. Right. Me and you can um, be cool with a one of, we got a mutual friend and we really cool with them. And that mutual friend passes away. We going to both experience loss, but it's going to be different. You can't describe what your pain feels like. I can't describe what my pain feels like. Right, it's just going right. to be different. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I punch you in your chest, you punch me in my chest. Like it's going to feel different. I can't tell you what another person feels like. So when a person grows up and says, hey, I've always felt like a woman. Now, you always felt like you because you don't know what another person feels like. It's impossible for you to know what another person feels like. So you've 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 attributed attributes that you've seen online and physical things and said, oh, that must be what a woman feels like. That's why I feel like a woman. Now, you feel like you. Now, if you. You might relate to something they go yeah. through. How about this? You still are you, though. You don't, I don't got to call you a woman. If you want to wear a dress, you want to put some, you want to get some breasts, you want to, whatever you want to do. But you are you. You can't make other people say, yes, you are this. Because we don't know. You don't know what another person feel like. You never going to go through a menstrual cycle. I've never been through one. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, women go through so much shit. I wouldn't even want to. You well, never, I ain't even interested. You never going you never going to have you never gonna have a child be attached to your umbilical cord. You never gonna pr- produce the colostrum fluid that gives a child the IQ. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a there's specific parts of creation that the woman the I'll never be woman, able to breastfeed, I'll never be able to, to that, birth the child, I'll never be able to carry a child nine months like And just to 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 to, to, to discredit all that that is a woman who is the creator of life and just to, to, to bundle that up in a ball of emotions and, and long hair and makeup and shit. That's disrespectful, right? It is. It got to be. Now I'm not saying that it's wrong for you to dress that way. Talk, whatever you want to do, live what you like, but let's just be real. You can't feel like another person. Cause you would never know how another person feel ever. And that's all I got to say. On Ring the gavel on that. Bang the gavel on that shit. My, my credit identifies as eight fifty. <laughs> when I walk in, when I walk into the bank and try and get a home loan next year, my credit identifies as eight fifty. Listen, man, I identify as debt free. You're free, my nigga. I'm free. Be free, my nigga. No, no. It's, it's what what the Lord says. Free is free. <laughs> I identify as debt free, nigga. So my credit score eight fifty. You debt free. Let's go buy a couple buildings. Yeah. Uh. All right, man. So there's also been another kind of conversation. I like that conversation, actually. <laughs> uh, it's been I some- know a trans person. I've been trying to get them to come on the show, but they, they're a little, little gun shy. But hopefully they'll. They're scared of you or they're scared of me because they know you, right? Yeah, I think it's just the platform itself and like well, talking got- about it. They're a little, they're a little, con- little apprehensive about Well, we ain't got to turn the cameras on. Nah, and that's what I told him. Like, you know, we'll make it nice. Like, you're a friend of mine. We'll make it nice and comfortable. I but. mean, uh, I even got a, a, a way to um, change the voice and make the voice all sound kind of different. And, like, you want to hide this shit and make it like a, a robot voice or some shit. I can do all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm trying to get him to come on because I think, like, they have a very incredible story. And I think and that it, was it needs sweet. to be heard. I kind of like when I change my voice like this, but 
I'm not gonna do that shit for the whole. Can episode. you put an auto tune on my voice? Make me sound like T Pain. Buy you a drink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, man. Um, how you read your? Do you read? Do, how, how you stay up with news? Usually through social media first. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I got the news alerts through Apple News, shit like that. You know, Bleacher Report for my sports because you know I got Antonio Brown on my my fantasy team, and this nigga's trying to fuck me this week. So he playing on Monday. Yeah, they. they, they, they I heard on the yeah, they're not gonna suspend him. When I heard on the Twitters, um, but fuck the NFL and fuck all that shit. Um, not watching. And I seen my whole timeline chilling on Thursday watching performances and all that other shit. Like, I was a little it. taken back. Like, I don't know what did, 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 with did this they, Meek Mill. What, why was Meek performing Dreams and Nightmares before the game? I get that it's that partnership with Rock Nation. But did we talk just, about that last week? We did. We talked about it previously. The extra, the extra partnership that released that, 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 um, um, they're gonna be selling songs, the, the mixtape, and the rockerware, and the rockerware shit. Yeah. Um, what's up with Jay? I don't know, man. I'm he's starting to look a little funny in the light. That Mayweather money looking he's, funny he's, in the light. He's starting to look a little funny in the light to me. I don't, I don't know. I would just prefer that he make decent music, and even now he kind of wanted to. Well, I ain't gonna jump that far. Well, let's have a discussion. Let's do it. Uh, based on what what the man said himself. Uh, growing up in a single-parent house, which I grew up in, which me grew up in, and having an adverse feeling for authority, right? Your father's gone, so you like, I hate my dad. Well, nobody tell me what to do. I'm the man in the house. And then you hit the street, and you run into a police officer. And his first thing is, put your hands up, freeze, shut up. And you're like, excuse my language, everybody. You're like, fuck you, right? So that, in- that interaction causes people to lose lives. Can I go first on this one? Please, please. Uh, as somebody that's been stopped by the police multiple times, uh, arrested at least a dozen times in my in my short lifespan here on the earth, uh, that's not what the fuck leads to the police shooting you. Uh, <laughs> the police can shoot you just because they give a, just because they fucking feel like it when they pull you over. You can reach for your cell phone and they think it's a gun and they're gonna shoot you. You can talk. You can. Talking back, getting getting live with them, yeah, that could might lead to assault. But just being black in the wrong motherfucking neighborhood at the wrong time could also lead to your ass being chalked out lines. So I mean, that's just not. And and for a nigga like Jay, that's from Brooklyn, the inner city, where the police are the NYPD are notorious for things like stop and frisk and just how they treat how they treat African how they treat people of color. You know, there is real strict gun laws in New York. Just a lot of different different caveats. Like, nigga, you not that f- you you not that far removed from shit. I just can't in in my heart of hearts, I can't think that money has made you that far removed from what the plight of what people are actually going through when they deal with fucking police. When the last time you think Jay-Z got pulled over or had to deal with an interaction with a police officer? Because he talking like a nigga that just don't get it no more. To quote uh, QP or clean paper, this shit get fucked up every day, dog. Like, I think I try to make this a safe place here where we can share our, opinion, our, our opinions with no judgment. And, um, 
most of the stances I talk about on here, I mean, I care enough to make the argument, but like in the grand scheme of things, I don't really give a fuck. But like, it seemed like, like it's not okay to ever say something against Jay-Z. When did this happen? I don't know. Like what happened musically that allowed you to say, if you got something to say against him, personally or any kind of stance there's something wrong with you or you're a hater or you anytime you have a varying opinion with somebody that's that's typically the lane that they take that you're a hater like when did this happen though like what what year they was like okay after this year you can't criticize jay because i'm i think it's 100 connected to money and how niggas love money and how niggas see people with money as successful and it's like oh my god if he has this amount of money if if I was to put a year on it, what year did Watch the Throne come out? 2010? That's probably around. 2010, 11? That's probably maybe? around when, man. It's probably around then. Cause that's when Jay kind of transcended and became a little bit more of an opulent figure. Like right Niggas around in Paris and all that, right? Yeah. Around. You know, when they when they perform Otis uh on the MTV Awards, Beyonce did Love on Top, like nigga, they was you know, a unified front. That's that made niggas that made Jay something different in my opinion. So look, and that album is just about being a rich nigga. So let's be clear. So this video clip was like a year or so ago. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he didn't say this shit last week. And that's not the that's not an entire clip. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I don't know how long they was talking. It could have been talking about forty five minutes, could have been an hour. So there is some context that is left out, I'm assuming. I want to say that for the record. So niggas don't be like, nigga, you ain't listen to it in context. You a hater. You a hater. But I just do want to say like the implication that the reason that black people may have some angst against the police is because they come from a single parent household. So they don't respect authority. So they don't respect the police. So they react negatively to the police. Like Jay coming from New York city specifically, like you should come on fam. One, you grew up in a single parent home, right? Right. So you don't know how to fuck a person who got two parents react with the police. You speaking from a place that you don't fucking know then. And if you do know, maybe, anyway, you speaking from a place that you don't fucking know. But let's talk about rap and hip hop. L.A., New York. Those have basically been the hubs. That's where all the, the record executives and everything like that. Right. Every, Some of the biggest hip hop acts have come from one of those two coasts. You touched on it in New York City. NYPD and LAPD been the notoriously evil departments. Scandals, um, stop and frisk. Maybe you think, maybe you have a negative reaction to the police because they can stop and harass you and pat you down whenever they fucking want to. Maybe that's it. You know what I'm saying? Didn't yeah. you just do a, a, a fucking documentary on Khalif Browder? You don't think that Matter of fact, you don't think your documentary on how the police treat regular people who were just walking down the street, coming home from where he was coming home from with his book bag, you don't think that plays a part into people's mentality against police? You're going to basically say, because you came from a single-parent home, you are the aggressor towards the police, and that's how violence happens? Let me tell you something. I came from a two-parent home. Two loving black parents that raised me and I still fucking hate the police. It ain't got shit to do with my mama and daddy. It got shit to do with like my interactions with the police. I have in my 37 years of living, 
I can count on one hand how many positive interactions I had with the police. Them niggas make me nervous. They make me anxious. I don't fucking like talking to them. I don't like dealing with them. There's a cop in particular that is in my neighborhood that I see at the liquor store. Me and this nigga have got into it, and I've told this motherfucker to his face, you take that badge and that gun off, and nigga, I'll drag you up and down Puritan Avenue. Garen fucking teed. I don't fuck with the police. Not now, not ever. Not none of that shit. I got to tell my son who's about to start driving. This is how you deal and interact with the police because they will. F- you're going to get pulled over. They're going to fuck with you. You have to say that. Yeah. I posted a question today and I asked on the, on the Internet. It's like. Do you know anyone that's an adult that has not been stopped by the police? I do. I do. But they like a fucking senior citizen. They've never been stopped by the police yes. ever in their life. Yes. Not even in a car that got stopped by the police. Oh, I thought you said just like personally. I mean, just being in a car. Because typically I mean, we think about stop. When we typically, when we say stop by police, we typically assume like in a vehicle. But if it's four niggas in a car and the police get stopped, all y'all got stopped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not just on some traffic shit. But I've been asking these people all day. I found one person who was 22 years old. And it was the son of somebody. I'm like, he probably just didn't tell you if he did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's impossible. Nigga, 22. He didn't got fuck with by the police. But it's in, it's, and I did some numbers, right? I did get, my, I got went and got my Googles and shit. It's approximately 750 to 850 thousand sworn police officers in the country. Then you got another 150 to 200 thousand not sworn officers. That's sheriffs, everything. So let's just say a million police officers. There's 327 million people in the world. That's a 372 to one odds. And every person you know has been stopped or had some direct personal connection with the police. That means you have to have that conversation with your son. Yeah. Because at some point, the police will. It's not a matter of if. They it's going to happen. They 100% will have a conversation with your son. And if you come from a single parent, black, uh, single parent home, your son probably going to be extra violent and dismissive to the police. That's some bullshit if I ain't ever heard something. That's, if anything, some, that's some rich nigga bullshit. If anything, it's the exact opposite. Nigga, they, they, you, you taught to, to, to respect the police. They the, they the position of authority. I just tell my son, like, look, when you, when you get stopped, because it's going to happen, I'm going to buy you a car next year. You're going to be on the freeway, out with your girl, something. You're going to get stopped. Plain and simple. And my thing is, nigga, I need you to make it home. I can fight whatever in court. I can get I got a decent lawyer. We can fight the shit in court. It's the, the we not fighting that shit on the side of the fucking road. I'll tell you how how much the opposite of this shit is. Uh I'll take this from Vlad. Vlad say this shit all the time. Um, but it was written in Monster Cody book, right? What's up? He was talking about like when they in the different sets and they gangs and shit, if it's one of him he'll shoot it out with the whole block. Like when it's one set against, like it don't fucking matter who outside we getting this shit cracking. Cause that's what we do. We thugs, we kill us, whatever, whatever. Right. One police run up on the motherfucking block. Everybody scatter. Like nigga, you about to, you shooting out to the death against one nigga from your set and 20 niggas from other set. Right. One police run up on the block. Every nigga out there who's a fucking murdering assassin and killer scatter from the fucking police. That don't look like, we don't got the respect for the police. Only thing niggas is scared of is the police, which is why the murder rate and the crime rate is so fucking high in the city of Detroit and not in Warren. 
which is literally the other side of Detroit. Niggas just stop committing crimes when they hit eight mile. Hell no. No, you scared of the fucking police. You scared of the white police. You scared of the white areas because you know they actually patrol those areas. That's why the crime ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Niggas will come to the city to, to commit crimes because you're scared of the police. Jay, I don't know what the fuck is going on with you or high how on the hog you've been living, but come on, fam. Like, when when you're that rich, you 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 at some point get detached from reality. Now I this don't. Ni- hold, this nigga probably lives some in a in a big ass mansion out in California. Did you hear? Oh, uh, uh, ASAP Ferg. <laughs> it's Blue Ivy and Beyonce in the house. Like this nigga is not living in fucking reality. It's a fucking fairy tale land where he's at. Now, granted, ain't no problem with him living there. More power to him. I strive to be there one day. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't actually be in real life. I don't want to live like like uh, I want to be I. Right. I don't know if I want to live like that. But like, 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 come on, man. Like, let's be, what's this? Wow. Now, now I don't want it to end up being like every week we find some new shit from Jay because now they they show like some of the organizations he done donated to, and one's organization we talking about all lives matter, cut this black boy head dreads off so he can become a productive member of society and shit. Like it's not necessarily the, 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 the companies or the, the, the programs we want to be getting behind Jay, but like I can, I can wrap that up to oversight. Like he may not have personally looked through all these shit kind of shaky, but when shit mm, gets yeah. shaky, everybody go find everything. All I'm saying is nigga, that shit sound like some bullshit and it's some other shit that's questionable. And like, Ain't nobody above reproach, nigga. That shit wild, and I disagree with that shit 100%. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And, and uh, you know, man, it's it's funny that you bring up the term dreads. Uh, you know, my middle son just started seventh grade. and I should have said locks. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the teacher, there's a young man in his class with locks, and you know, the kids are calling them dreads. And, like, I heard them out, out outside, like, nah, we're not going to dress them like that in my class. They locks, and he, you know, gave them a brief once over. It's probably about six, seven kids that was, you know, yeah. joking, tussling, you know, cracking shit first thing in the morning. And he gave them a little lesson real quick on why in his class and in his presence we're not going to call them dreads. And I appreciated that shit. Dope, dope. Um... All right, man, enough about this nigga Jay, dog. Uh, I'm not supporting that. I'm not supporting all that shit that was going on yesterday, though. You know what I'm saying? The the concert and the and the new Rockerwear clothes? I'm not with all that shit. Y'all motherfuckers kill me. Y'all niggas can Y'all motherfuckers, y'all, that shit be look like, listen, if if there was a script and like a package that you can get to, to make black people get over their fucking trauma. Throw some hip-hop in front of it and get some niggas new clothes. Can I call Jay? The Al Sharpton of the hip hop community Ooh. with some shit really fucked up. We gonna go get him to come out, sing, parade the nigga around, and then map y'all niggas move the fuck on. Do P- do PSA a couple of the hits? Is Jay and Diddy the new uh, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson? Oh, shit? <laughs> look, I'm I'm eighty five percent joking. Okay, which one is messy, Jesse? Is we going with Diddy? Is <laughs> I don't know. I hate them niggas with a passion, so I don't. I don't hate Jay and Diddy like that, but I hate Jesse Jackson and, and Al Sharpton. So you know what I'm saying? That was like eighty five percent a joke, but it, it is interesting when we need to smooth some shit over. It's very easy to get black people on board, entertain them niggas, and keep it moving. Um, 
so uh the reason I asked you about where you read your news sources, where you get your news and shit from, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about paying for news. Like the paper? Uh I be getting some articles and shit that be on my Twitter feed and it'd be like come from like the Atlantic something, the one and they'd be like, it's a subscription service. Okay. It'd be like, you gotta pay ninety nine cents a month or two dollars a month. I think the New York Times be like that shit too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was hearing an argument about like um the safest news source is probably the ones you got to pay for because the free ones are getting funded by advertisers. I need clickbait companies and shit like that. Like if all you get your news source from when something free, you are the product because we don't give nothing for free. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Um, but any, in any, in any event, uh, Jamil Hill wrote a nice little piece about, uh, HBCUs, and I wanted to get your your thoughts and opinion on it. And she was pretty much was like, "It's time for the black athlete to not go to to the PWIs." I am a hundred thousand percent with that shit. I'm with that shit a hundred percent. You know, I am a product of two parents that went to HBCUs. My father's a graduate was a graduate of Morehouse. My mother went to Clark Atlanta. Three generations of men in my family graduated out of Morehouse College. And when I did not go to Morehouse, it was a fucking mutiny yeah. in, in my household. Uh, so I've seen, you know, what the black, what the HBCU experience is very closely. Um, and it's one of a kind. You know, I've had, even though I did not go to HBCU, I've had the opportunity to travel to several. I went on college tours as a as a younger man, and that's something that I'm going to send my son on because you need to see that. You need to see and be around groups of young black people in a think tank because the, it's cliche-ish, but they are truly the future. And I would love to see one of these big top 10 athletes, you know, I'm the number one point guard in the country, and spur off the normal powerhouses. I'm not going to Kentucky. I'm not going to Michigan State. I'm not going to Duke. What like, nigga, Moore- I'm going to Hampton. Does Morehouse got a basketball team? I believe, Yeah, yeah, they got a basketball Never team. Never seen a game. Before. And they got a football team. Why ain't that shit on BET? It used to be. It used to be. I don't know if you remember. Like, I remember B- way back in the day, it BET used to be. Used to, BET used to show HBCU games. Um, unless you live in that general area. Like St. John's and all that. What, what is St. John's? St. John's isn't an HBCU. That's out of New York. I know, but that shit was like always extra black, though. Like St. all John's? the well, maybe in my mix because I remember it was some college in New York that used to play. I watched to watch on ESPN. Like, like nigga, they whole team black. Like, I mean, St. John's had a lot of black players. I mean, Eddie Jones went there back in the day. Uh, no, that's Temple. That's Temple where Eddie Jones went to. Mm, I don't know, but but I would love to see one of these athletes. Now, why you why do you want to see that? Because you can, all it's going to take is one for them to show that you don't have to go the traditional route. You don't have to go to one of these power schools in order to make it to the league, in order to make an impact. And I think a lot of a lot of kids go to what they call uh, the power five schools mm-hmm. because they want to go to the NBA. They want to go to the NFL. Like, it's a lot of young niggas that when they go to college, they have absolutely no plans on staying there for four years, getting a degree, walking across the stage, and then going to a uh, 
All right, so I'm with, into a profession. I'm with all that shit on the emotional response, on the emotional, because that shit gonna make me feel good, make me feel better. But her idea is on a financial one. Um, I've been like watching how much revenue that would that would probably bring into a school. That's that's specifically it, the amount of revenue that it would actually bring into a school. Uh, I've been watching Jalen interviews on Vlad right this week, and he was explaining how they was making a University of Michigan, you know, million or billion dollars. And like going home to the crib eating chips and Cheetos and shit, right? Yep. And they having all this stuff and like that, the revenue from football and the revenue from basketball um, funds the sports for the rest of the school. It funds the majority of the money the school brings in is from. I've those. heard those athletes say they ain't have enough money to buy their own fucking jersey out of the store. But like that, buy money, a pizza. That money fuels. The university. This university. And then it makes enrollment go up because, like, oh, that's that shit. U of M was popping after that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Desmond Howard. Then you had the five, Fab Five. Like, who the fuck wasn't trying to go to Michigan? You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was unpopular. So I think, well, her goal is like, well, look, if all the top talent goes there, then the money is going to fund there too. Then, like, ESPN is going to go where the talent at. We, we, we got to show this shit on TV. If they're showing high school kids play. Yeah, like, and they, that was the thing. Like, well, if they're showing high school kids, they'll show this. And then those schools get those contracts. The HBCUs get the contracts, and that funds in money, money. Money, And then money. that funds in, like, the HBCUs are, are struggling for money right now, right? Yeah, and like struggling to stay alive. So that, that in itself, I think, is, like, what if... All of our talent. What if Zion was at Hampton or some shit, or, or Zion was at like a black uh, uh, HBCU? Went to fucking Howard. Come on, come man. on, dog. It'd be it'd be crazy. But you would have to get everybody on board at the exact same time. I don't know if you if if you would have to do all that. I I think I kind of disagree there. All it's gonna take is like literally you get three or four just to help crack the door open at the same time. Because if one goes, I may not send that many resources just to cover this one kid. But, but if it I depends, got, it depends on the sport. Because when you look at something like basketball, you know you could be a middle of the road team and you get an all star player, and that's going to change the trajectory of the team. Give me now, one basketball player that came from HBCU. I I don't know. I'm not even trying to put you Anthony on the spot because I don't know. Anthony Mason. Where he go? Uh, I think it was Virginia Union, if I'm correct. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I literally don't know the answer. Uh, I'm I'm about to pull it up. I be, I'm pretty certain it's Anthony Mason. He it, looked like a nigga that would go to HBC. <laughs> Shout out to Anthony Mason. Who's dead to the motherfucker. Uh, uh, I don't know. How many years? Nigga dead. Shit. Rest in peace. He dead to the motherfucker. He went to Tennessee State, TSU. Anthony Mason. Man, I like that idea, man. And it'll make, it'll make HBCUs cool again. But make HBCUs great again. I think HBCUs are already incredibly great. Already. Already. I'm I'm encouraging my son to get the fuck out of Michigan. Go to HBCU, son. Be, I, Michigan got one. Lewis College of Business was it, an HBCU. It, it, it did. I remember the – I have, My mama went there. I got family in the DMV area, and I remember my cousin in particular – uh, was living close to Howard. And one year he took me to uh, an NCAA like party for the championship. And we watched like Arizona play somebody 
at Howard University. I'd never seen that many beautiful black women in one room at the same time. Shit changed my fucking life. Changed my fucking life. I almost did my senior year of high school in D.C. Because mm. my mom was certainly about to kick me out of the crib and shit me down there to live with my cousin who took me to Howard. Uh, but yeah, man, all this, I think I think when it comes to basketball, it's only going to take one or two athletes to kind of change the, the trajectory. In football, like that's a little bit harder of us. You can dominate in one specific position and still be on a trash-ass team. Like, it would probably take a few different athletes, you know, a really good recruiting class to kind of help change the standard at an HBCU when it comes to, like, football. But I think it's, it's, it's possible. It's possible. But a lot of these kids, they see, like, they see the dollar signs that come from, I went to Kentucky, I played a year, and then now I'm ready for the NBA. Or, I went to Duke and I played a year. You know, I'm on TV all season, now I'm ready for the NBA. Like, it's more than just going there. They got to have the support. They got to have the coaching. Like, you're not going to get top-notch coaching and, co- and top-notch facilities at some of these universities because they can't that. afford it. They can't afford it. I don't know that, though. I don't know that because you don't get paid $10 million that you're not a good coach. You're I'm not, not saying a, that you're not a good coach, but, I mean. What they, I'm saying is I don't know that you're not a top-notch coach because your team don't never get showed on TV. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what your record is. You but could be this this little ass this little ass fucking college in in Bumblefuck Idaho or some shit. Niggas could be like 99 and 0. Like I don't know how good you are as a coach. But if you 17, 18, you coming out of high school, your goal is to go to the NBA and you look at niggas like Izzo, Coach K, fucking a 17-year-old don't know shit about Coach K or Izzo. We do, because we didn't watch this shit for 20 years. Them niggas don't know who the fuck them niggas is. No, they could be, they if could you be 17 and a nigga come to your, and Coach K come to your high school, you know what the fuck is going on. You know this you is Duke. You don't know who Coach K is? Nigga, get the fuck out of At here, 17, Jay. Yes, no, you do. No. Yes, you. These young niggas know that shit, man. Well, maybe Coach K, because he, he was the Olympic coach. Nigga... No, no, because he's at Duke University, a basketball powerhouse. They know who that nigga is. At 17 years old. If you one of the top point guards in the country, you know who the fuck Coach K is and he coming to your high school game. Like, you're not oblivious. Like, they got social media. They watching ESPN all day. They not oblivious to this shit. They know them niggas because they on TV, not because he Coach K. If it was another team on TV and they said this was the coach, then that's who the fuck they'd go to. You seventeen? I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Am I going to the league? Am I? Am I going to start when I? Do I have an opportunity to start when I get there? And what type of fluff ass classes can I take? To stay we, was, we was told who the teams was based on TV. It was Georgetown. It was Duke. It was North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt, for, I felt for a long time that, like in my opinion, when I was younger and coming up. I thought that Georgetown was like an HBCU. I saw they had a black coach, mm-hmm. an all-black team, and they were staying with John Thompson three. Like when AI left after his what sophomore year, like that shit was unprecedented at Georgetown. Because in college, like I mean, niggas wasn't doing that. Like you would stay. I know because you knew you knew where niggas went to school at because they'd be there like yeah. three, four years. Yeah, like it was a thing. But everybody stayed in college. It was a different era too, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the kids now nah, give a fuck about that shit because it don't really matter. It's not about college for them. It's, it's it's not about representing your university. It's like nigga, the NBA say I got to do something for a year after high school, so I'm gonna let y'all rent my talent out 
for a year, and then I'm going to go to the league. I mean, shit, if you can go overseas and play ball, you might as well go to HBCU. Because if I'm going to send a scout to fucking um, Yugoslavia to watch you ball, nigga, I'm going to send one to South Carolina. Did you see where, like, Rich Paul had brokered that situation for the young man that that was an intern at New Balance for a year, mm-hmm. for a million dollars? Yep. I'm not. I'm not playing college ball at all. No, I'm not. So I mean, I there are other avenues than the traditional avenue to success, and I think the young black athlete needs to explore those avenues. Somebody's gonna be be the martyr. Somebody's gonna be a trailblazer in this shit. And once one of them is successful, then we'll start to see. I think we'll start to see a trend. But somebody's gonna have to be like buck the system. I just need. I think we just need to bring more attention to it. And let people know that you should go to these HBCUs so the money and the, the contracts will go there. And that ends up helping everybody. I'm telling you, man, if you a 17, 18-year-old athlete, a 17, 18-year-old man, go to a HBCU just for a weekend. If you want to play sports. Go there for a weekend. If you want to play sports, you're going to get the strong, the stiffest competition at an HBCU because everybody on your team black. You want to yeah. run track? Everybody right. in down south is it's, running. Everybody in the south fuck. is fast as fuck. No, in real life, they fast as fuck. It's, it's warm outside, longer than it is warmer outside in New York or wherever you're on the East Coast. They training longer. They faster. They training in that in not, in a different type of heat out there. You, If you want to be the best, go surround yourself. Because you know we the most gifted athletes. And let me tell you, son, you're going to get down there. You're going to see something with a... With a big ass and thick thighs, it's gonna change your life, and she gonna talk with a little southern twang. Maybe that and treat you a little bit different. Maybe that bucked the system when when players get to the NBA and, and find them a white girl because oh. when they got to college, they never seen so many, and that's what they got hooked on. Hey man, I remember my homeboy Danny used to play football at Tennessee State. We went down there one weekend. He was like, "Look, y'all, if y'all can make it down here, I can take care of everything else." Danny girlfriend and like four of her homegirls cook for us three meals a day for four fucking days straight nigga made our bed washed our clothes like nigga i probably came back from tennessee 20 pounds heavier that was one of the best trips i ever took in my life mm. I was just just beautiful southern nigga i was like 18 just beautiful southern women what else they cooking. Take care of eighteen. I mean, <laughs> you know they they show they show they they show me a, a good time. Okay, they show me a good make time. Sure it was legal. Yeah, yeah. not trans legal. No, no, I was I was for real legal. <laughs> okay, and I was definitely uh, in in my fucking years. Okay. So, but they showed us a good fucking time down there. Uh, the name of this episode is gonna be trans legal. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, it was going to be trans podcast, but that shit sounds wild. <laughs> it, it does. It <laughs> sounds wild. <laughs> Low key, we probably get a lot. Some, some, somebody probably be uh, searching on YouTube, me on in the Apple joint, and type in trans podcast, and that will pop up and shit like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Get some dreams, but trans legal. Yeah. yeah. We trans legal out here. Um, shit, trans everything, nigga. Trans all the things. <laughs> that trans disabled shit took me the fuck back. Transabled. No, no, nigga. I want everything God blessed me with. That's crazy. <laughs> if he could, if you give me an extra four, five inches of height, I'll take that too, Lord. I'm good where I'm at, man. I really would. You know, I think like if you could change one thing about your body, would you change? I'm, like, I'm straight. 
Nick, I, I keep used me, to keep me the same, fam. You know what? I used to think like, man, I wish I could lose a little weight, be a little thin. Like now that I'm thin as fuck, be careful what you wish. Yeah, bro. yeah. Now that I get it in heat. now that I'm thin as fuck, like, and I wish like I could gain like another 15, 20 pounds. I eat all fucking day and I can't do the shit. Yeah, man, can't do it. It ain't close. Oh man, I think that's all I got, man. I got know who's man's. I got a who's man's at this. For come sure. on, come um, on. Listen, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to, I'm just going to say, this is the who man's is this. I'm going to play this shit. I'm not going to discuss it. I'm going to say this, a couple this words. Be enough. I'm just going to go with a couple words. And that actually hit the keys with a, it was a category five. I never even knew a category five existed. It was like tornadoes. It was like having hundreds of tornadoes, the winds. So we've never seen it actually touched down as a Category 5. People have never seen anything like that. They got hit by a Category 4. Grazed. But grazed about, you know, a big portion of the island. But it was grazed. The rest of it hit Florida, as you know. But that was bad. But then they got hit dead center. If you look at those maps by a Category 5, nobody's ever heard of a 5 hitting land. I've just come from a stop at Tyndall Air Force Base where I saw the devastating effects of that Category 5 hurricane. Category 5. Never heard about Category 5s before. Category 5 is big stuff. I'm not sure that I've ever even heard of a Category 5. I knew it existed, and I've seen some Category 4s. You don't even see them that much, but... A Category 5 is something that uh, I don't know that I've ever even heard the term other than I know it's there. That's the ultimate, and that's what we have, unfortunately. This nigga's a bubbler fucking idiot. This nigga is a comedian working out material on the road for his big show called the 2020 election. Did you see this nigga said that the the, the hurricane was going to hit Oklahoma? Yeah. And then drew... (laughs) On the fucking map, Oklahoma. Let me tell what you, a sharpie. Geography ain't ain't my strongest subject in school, but uh, when I look on the map and where Oklahoma sits, uh, it'd be pretty difficult for a Category Five to touch down in Oklahoma. Hey man, sometimes this shit just they write itself. I didn't have to look far for it. Whose man's is this? It's not funny, though. It's it's like sad. This nigga said, I did you see that fake-ass uh, USA hat he had on? That yeah. looked like a Beverly Hills polo hat, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it looked like. That was the biggest he fucking... He was like, hey, stop at that gas station and give me a hat. <laughs> nigga, that shit was a wild, nigga, but... It is what it is, man. Who man's is this? He, he, he's got to be the, mo- the person who's won whose man's is this the most. We Some of this na- shit is like... We should just call it the 45 Award. Right. Ah, man, he's a fucking idiot. What's up with some music, though? My music pick of the week is by Danny Brown. He just dropped a video for uh, Dirty Laundry. I like it. My only beef with Danny Brown, and, and I've been watching Danny's House, which is fucking hilarious to me. My only beef with Danny Brown right now is that he dropped his dates for the North American tour date. Detroit's nowhere on the list. Well, you know he's coming here. Detroit's nowhere on the list. Well, he may or may not come here beyond. But no, he, he might. I'm doing he, dro- he dropped like, no, he dropped like 30 dates. Did you, he hit Cleveland. Cleveland, the mistake by the lake. But you won't come home? I'm saying you can you can fill out the Fillmore. JUS, man, what's popping? <laughs> yeah. We, we need, we need, Fat Ray, JUS, like, tell need, us something, man. We need, we need, we need, we need Danny Brown up in here, dog. Can y'all make that happen? Do y'all if y'all listen, 
Matter of fact, out there, why don't y'all tag Brent Danny Brown and say, can you go on Shop Talk Podcast? I'd love to have a tag conversation us, with him. Go on there and like, can you go on hash, I mean, you know, at Shop Talk Podcast so we can come up here and uh, kick it with uh, Danny. Yeah, I love it. Can y'all do that for us? Bring the whole Bruiser Brigade. I mean, we didn't we didn't get y'all 173 weeks of free content. I mean, that's a lot. It is. It's a lot, man. Quality content. Yeah. Quality shit. I enjoyed this conversation today. I do. Um, so like, yeah, do that for us, man. I mean, every week you have we come in here and have a seat in the shop. You might get some knowledge. You might get some laughs. Either way, you're gonna be entertained. Goddamn right. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast. Hold on, hold on. We gotta get a Benny. We gotta oh, get a Benny. Yeah, well, you know, I was I was rolling. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Pastor Johnson. Uh it's Dave going wild on IG. Uh, still no Twitter. Twitter won't even respond back to my request to get my page back. Go set up a Twitter and have a app store, nigga. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm done. I'm done on Twitter. Uh, Jay Johnson three on three on everything that matters. You know what I'm saying? Go follow uh this week in culture. Go follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Go follow Shop Talk Podcast. Man, I made a dog ass um. Dog ass playlist for um Snowfall, dog. Oh, Nigga, that shit fire, dog. I mean, I am like a play this god out here. Um, Snowfall is so fucking good right now. It man. is. If man. you're not watching this shit, like, why do you even have cable? Why do you even have cable if you're not watching Snowfall? Like, what, what's wrong with you, dog? You know, we got to play that clip, man. Man, I will. I will reenact <laughs> this shit right now, <laughs> like in real life, nigga. You gonna get off his corners? You gonna let us people be? Or it's gonna be you looking for another fucking plug? You don't mean that shit. The fuck I don't? <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> I love this fucking show, dog. I love that fucking scene. Man, dog. I probably watched that shit a hundred fucking times. In real life, dog. Like, certified <laughs> in real fucking life. I probably watched this shit a hundred times. Cause, just because you don't like the way another nigga talk. I'd be damned if I let you tear it, bro. <laughs> just because you don't like how another nigga talk. Did you see how his eyes was piercing that nigga face, though? Yeah. Have you ever heard that actor just talk, period? Yeah. Okay. He, he, dog, this was a great fucking job for him, dog. Like if, that if, whole scene was dope as fuck. If you if you nigga, just the way that when him, man, boy, and Lee was talking, how the camera was panning the whole time, man. like nigga, that shit just felt tense. Man. But the price gonna stay the same. Listen, <laughs> dog. Uh we just dropped episode sixty one today, this morning, of uh we did um uh, episode nine. We broke that shit down. It was up in here till like one o'clock last night. Cause I needed to talk about this shit, dog. It's good Need shit, to get man. that shit out. Uh, next Thursday, man, we're gonna do the season finale, man. You might as well just fall through for that finale, dog. Fuck it, I'll be here. Um, and uh, we getting this shit cracking, dog. I love that fucking show, man. I really do. Like three seasons in, that shit can stand up with all of them. Look, man, this 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 season has taken so many fucking twists and turns. Like, and now with what happened on the at the end of the last episode. Like, I just, I don't know I where it's going to go. I, I will also mention that Snowfall don't got to be L.A. based, California based, because Snowfall happened in Detroit, yeah, in St. Louis, in Chicago, Baltimore, in D.C., in Atlanta, like, the, the, the crack moved everywhere. Yeah. So, like, I could see them, like, branching out, have Unc visit in Detroit and Amen. set some shit up and, like, spread that shit out. Like, I'm... We're jamming kid, Jerome's down to 8 Mile. I mean... I'm with it, dog. Listen, man. 
I feel like that's how we out here. We out here spreading like rock. All you, all it takes is one hit. You gonna get high off the shop talk shit. I'm saying you see the blue and the black. You know where you at. Shop Fuck talk yeah. podcast studios. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.